actress Katherine Heigl, a passionate animal advocate who has saved over 16,000 dogs, says she's been seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. She believes there's a link between canine health and diet. After extensive research, she developed Superfood Complete, a dog food pack with over 30 wholesome ingredients, including superfoods beneficial for your furry friend. Superfood Complete isn't just about deliciousness, though dogs love the taste. It's about supporting overall well-being. In addition to providing a healthy option for your pet, Badlands Ranch, the maker of Superfood Complete, also supports the Jason DeBus Heigl Foundation, which helps rescue countless dogs and find them loving homes. Dogs across America are trying this food and loving it. Go to BadlandsRanch.com MC901 and order right now to get up to 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to BadlandsRanch.com MC901 today. Normally, I'd start out an episode with a slight breakdown or a teaser of what we might go over in the episode. Today, I want to sway from that just a bit and talk about my amazing time at CrimeCon in Vegas. I really can't recommend this event enough. Everything was great. Even going on very little sleep from most of my time there and before, I didn't want to stop going and wish the whole thing could have gone on longer. I met some amazing people, both fans of the show and other podcasters while there. And I have to mention the other podcasters and their shows on here too. All of them were really cool people, and I loved hanging out with all of them. I'll start with the ones directly around my table, which were Sarah and Catherine from Stop the Killing Podcast. And Sarah, I have no idea how she has the time or the energy, but she also hosts the podcast Conning the Con, as well as two others. There's no way I could do all that. Heath and Daphne from Going West True Crime Podcast, which they ran a two-part episode on the Ruth Price 911 call that I've covered before, and they did an amazing job getting with their fans who did a deep dive into that case and found all sorts of info. Eric from True Consequences was right there, as well as Collier from Moving Past Murder. Cherry and Morgan from Crimepedia were amazingly fun and actually tried some of the second hottest Nashville-style hot chicken from Hattie B's with me which I was surprised they actually have one there in Vegas. That is a little bit hotter than those flaming Cheetos. Bob Mata from Defense Diaries is incredible to chat with and also hang out with, and he's also a music lover like me. Jesse and Andy from Love Murder, both incredible to talk with. Same goes for Jamie over at Murderish. Whitney and Melissa at Colts, Crimes, and Cabernet. Jason from Santa May Be a Criminal. Kyle from Legally Insane Films, The Amazing Kelly from True Crime IRL, Tatiana from Cafe Crime Chocolate out of Brazil, Obrigada, as well as the incredibly friendly Margot from Military Murder, Lauren and Ken from Paradise After Dark, all great people. Bob Ruff from Truth and Justice as well as True Crime Binge, which if you hadn't listened to that, I was a guest on that show just last week. Next time you come to Nashville, we're going to hang more and I'll show you some of the better off-Broadway spots. And finally, Tyler and the rest of his crew from Minds of Madness. What a cool guy. Seriously down to earth and genuine and so much fun to hang out with. 
brother, I wish you didn't live all the way in Canada. We also need to hang out more. I also want to thank all the volunteers who came up on stage during my session, as well as the amazing voice actors I had play the part of callers in the 911 calls. And lastly, I want to thank Kevin and Kelly and Elise from CrimeCon for having me out for this insanely cool event. I'd do it all over again in a second without any type of question. I met so many people this weekend, and I know I'm forgetting some, but if I didn't mention you, believe me, it's not because we didn't have a good time. I loved all of it. If you have any pics or videos of me and you, or just cool pics from CrimeCon, be sure to share them and or tag me in the various social medias. Facebook discussion group, Instagram, Twitter, all of them. But enough of that. No rest for the weary. I got back home about 2 a.m. and I'm still wanting to go. I feel energized from this weekend. So let's do another episode and keep this ball rolling. Here we go. Welcome back to another episode of Music City 911. I do want to leave this first call off just a little bit. The voices in the call have been changed. I'm not exactly sure why, but I would think it's to probably protect the identity of the caller. Just keep that in mind. Darn, I'm one with the location of the emergency. I've been shot. I'm on the highway. Oh my God, dude, I'm paralyzed, I think. I can't stop my car. I can't move my legs. I'm on 15501, man. I'm going to... Dude, I'm gonna die. Alright, all sir. You on 15501? Sir. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna die. Alright, what? I'm gonna die. Alright, where at on 15501 right. are you? Boulevard, South Square, half mile, 15501. Dude, I'm gonna die. Alright, which direction are you headed, sir? Dude, I'm heading towards Chapel Hill. I'm probably gonna pass out, dude. I don't wanna die, man. I don't wanna all die. Alright, listen to me. Okay, hold on for one moment. Let me get your location. What, uh, you said you headed towards Chapel Hill? Yes, sir. I'm in a Hyundai. I'm on the side of the highway, dude. I don't want to die. Right, did, did you pull over? You, sir, listen yes, to me. Yes, sir. Were you ready to pull over? I'm, now, are you headed yes, southbound? Are, are you headed northbound or southbound? Towards Chapel Hill. Are right, headed towards Chapel Hill? Yes, sir. I don't want to die. God, I don't want to die. All right. Uh, tell me exactly what happened, sir. Somebody shot me on the side of the highway. He almost hit me, and I and I and he shot me. I am, okay. All right. And you said he shot you on the side of on the side of the highway. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm gonna die. I know it. I can't move my legs. All right, give me one moment. Now, let me uh, enter the information and update. And we'll call you back. No, don't, don't hang up, sir. Don't hang up. It was black. You, you said you was headed towards uh, Chapel Hill? Yes, sir. I can see the Green Pickle Building, University Towers. 
Oh my god, dude, I'm gonna die. I know it, man. Alright, stay with me, okay? I'm just, uh, I'm gonna die. information you provided. Okay, give me one more. I'm gonna die. And you said uh, the guy almost hit you and he shot you on the side of the road? Is that yes, correct? Sir. Yes. Yes, sir. All right. All right, give me one more. Okay, dude, I don't want to die. Please when, get somebody here quickly. Yes, sir. And when did this happen? Just now, just now. All right. And he got on the exit. All right, and um, what color vehicle was that? It was black. Black was a two-door, four-door vehicle. A four-door, like a, uh, like a, like a sports, like a, like a Ford Explorer. Okay. All right. Um, and was he black, white, or Hispanic? Yeah. All right. Um, about how old was he, sir? And by chance, did you see what he had on? A uh, black hoodie, something. I can't stop my car, dude. I'm just coasting. Dude, I All don't right. want to die. Yes, sir. We 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 getting we getting the uh, people on the way. All right. All right. How many um how many people was it? Was it just one person? All I saw was him. All right. Give me one moment. All right, I'm just entering the information you provide, okay? Yes, sir. All right, I'm still here. Give me one moment. All right, where's the um suspect now? I don't know, man. He got off on that exit. All right, give me one moment. Oh my gosh, dude! I don't want to die. Sir, I'm still here. Everything's with getting. We we got everyone on on the way for you, okay? All right, give me one moment. I'm just answering some questions I already have the answers to. Okay. Okay. All right, I need to get the uh, weapon description. All right, would you ever see? Okay. I, just, I just heard gunshots. I was just looking straight ahead, and I heard gunshots. He fired three or four, and then I felt this sting in my back, and, and I can't move my legs. Okay. Okay, sir. Give me one moment. I'm just uh, updating what you just stated, okay? Okay. Oh, I can move my legs a little bit. They're kind of coming back. Okay. Oh, God, pain, dude. All right, and um, where, where exactly are you now, sir? I'm stopped. I see the vehicles. 
Nardo. I'm stopped right before, I'm right in front of the University Towers building. Chapel Hill, go to the right. Sir, what, what are you, uh, what, what type of vehicle are you in again? A gray Hyundai. Great, okay. Alright, are you able to turn your flashing lights on, sir? Yeah. Okay. Alright, give me one moment. Give me one moment. I'm still here with you. All right, you. I'm going to pass out. I'm going to pass out. All right, all right, just, just stay with me, okay? Oh, what year is your view? I, 2018. I'm going to pass out, dude. I think I'm going to die. This sucks. Sir, we, we got units on the way to you, okay? Let me let me know when you see the units. You got some flashing lights on? I see them. All right, is your car four-door or two-door on the vehicle? Four door. Four door. Okay. Are, are, are they pulling up to you, sir? Yeah. Are you still there? All right, let me know when they're right there at your door, and I'll let you go, okay? They're at me. All right, I'm going to let you go, sir, okay? I'm going to pass out. I'm going to pass right, well, out. Well, well, let, let, let me know when they're right there with you, okay? They're right with me. Where are you? All right, are they opening your car door? Yeah. All right, I'm going to This is a call that has just been released from an incident that happened just a few days ago. Police have not released much in the way of info for this, mostly because it's a case that's still open and ongoing. But from what I can tell, this is being classified as a road rage shooting. In the call, the victim says that whoever did this almost hit him. I've been over road rage incidents in the past, and this is unfortunately happening more often. As you could hear in the call, the victim was beyond terrified, as anyone would have been. He said the suspect almost hit him with his vehicle. Not really sure what happened after that, but at some point, the vehicle that almost hit him, the driver shot into the caller's vehicle, hitting the victim in the back. I will only say this victim, mainly because even though his name has been released, the suspect is still on the loose. Police changed the voices on this call for a reason. Even though some news outlets have released the victim's name, I'm going to keep it under wraps for right now. This all happened in Durham, North Carolina. It's a decent sized city with almost 270,000 people living there. I would almost assume they have a decent sized communication center, but I don't know their layout or format. There was always the single dispatcher there on the line, so I assume he was covering both police and medical calls on it. Even though there were some pauses in the talking, I imagine the dispatcher was updating two separate calls with the info gathered. Just because of the total response time from the beginning of the call to the end, a little over seven minutes, I don't think those pauses delayed any of the responders at all. That's a pretty average response time in a bigger city. The only delay I can think of is trying to get a good location from where the victim was. One thing the call taker did that was very good is he kept at it trying to get the location. He knew the direction of travel and that the victim was on the 501 
and something the caller said was a good indicator of where he was. He said he could see the Green Pickle Building. This is one of the nicknames of the University Tower there in Durham. The tower is a 356-foot-tall building that is greenish in color and looks a bit like a big pickle. It's a much better nickname than some of the others given for it. The Green Weenie or the Dallas Phallus. Regardless of the nicknames, though, that building is a landmark that's easy to use when trying to find someone we don't know where they are. Scary stuff, though. This guy has just been shot while his car was moving, and he wasn't able to stop his car from moving because he couldn't move his legs. The victim said he was paralyzed. He was also saying he was going to pass out, and he didn't want to die. Very hard to imagine being in a situation like that. As you could hear on the call, help did show up pretty quickly to the scene, and the victim was transported to a hospital. Luckily, towards the end of the call, the victim said he could start feeling his legs again. As of recording this, the victim had been released from the hospital and was up and walking around, albeit with a walker. He has a long road to recovery, all because of this likely stupid traffic dispute. I'm hoping even with this limited amount of info on the suspect that police can find him and lock him up for a good while. Yeah, you got a. Uh, I'm reporting a, a guy uh, assaulting a Asian person here. Um, Where? In front of the McDonald's. Yeah, I'm um, at the McDonald's in Boyle Heights. I don't know the correct address. What's the cross? What are the cross streets? Eighth uh, Street and uh, Soto Street. Okay. Is he assaulting? Now the victim drove off. The, vic- the victim was in his vehicle. Um, at this time, victim was in his vehicle, and uh, the suspect was, the, was in a drive through McDonald's, and the suspect was banging the guy's vi- window and car, broke his mirror and everything. And the person who he did this to was gone now? Yeah, they just okay. left. Did they just left, but I witnessed the whole thing. The employees he hit, here also he, witnessed it. Did he hit the person or hit the car? It, he hit the person and the car and spit oh. on the person's face okay. right in the middle of the drive through Hold on for a police operator. All right. Los Angeles Police Department operator. I'm going to wait. What does the guy look like? Is he black, white, Hispanic, or Asian? He's Hispanic. Uh, he's got a beard in his hand. He's still here on the scene. Um, How old is he? He damaged the, the the individual's vehicle, and I could see that the person was an Asian person. And not not saying that because of what's going on with all the Asian uh, assaults. Um, but I was behind him in the drive-thru, and I watched the whole transaction, the whole uh, assault go on here. How old does the male Hispanic look that's still there? I'd say uh, 35 to about 45. What color shirt is he wearing? He's wearing a gray shirt, uh, blue jeans, uh, brown construction boots, and a black hat. He's still on scene right here. I'm in the parking lot. Uh, The customers and everything witnessed, I mean, the uh, employees witnessed everything that was happening, but... The uh, victim left. I don't know why they left. They should have just pulled over to the side. Okay, is he bothering anybody this guy, else in this the parking guy's dangerous. lot right now? Yeah, I'm in the parking lot, and the suspect is still in the parking I lot right here. I understand actually. that. Are you able to hear me? 
Uh, kind of. Uh, go ahead. I'm, repeat yourself again. I apologize. Okay. Is the person bothering anybody else right now that's in the parking lot, or what is he doing at this moment? No. Okay. So it was just He's actually just sitting down. Gone? Yeah. It was an Asian customer, too, so I don't know if that had anything to do with it, and he kept yelling, him like, uh, yelling like dang stuff at him, you know? Okay. Do you want to leave this your name? This guy looks like, like Sir, my name is... Uh, my phone number is area code. I was uh, I was actually the customer behind the person that was getting assaulted. Do you want to meet with the officers when they get there? Uh, sure, sure, definitely. I'll wait here for you. This type of call is something we get almost daily if you're on the phones. It's a call for a fight going on. This one was going on in the drive-thru of a McDonald's. Security footage was released of this. The suspect didn't actually assault the driver of the vehicle, but the video does show the suspect walking up to the car and yelling at the occupants, spitting and hitting the window and breaking the driver's side mirror on the car. Police responded to the scene and spoke with a caller who was sitting in a parking spot there at the McDonald's. Police found out, just like the caller said in the 911 call, that the victim in this had left the scene. Now, I can't blame him for doing this. Leaving and getting to a safer location is always a better option. It does pose a bit of a problem for police, though. With no victim, it would be hard to charge the suspect with any crime. At this point, the main option that police had was to contact the suspect, and if nothing in the way of a victim can be found, the suspect can at least be asked to leave the property to try and avoid any further conflicts with any customers or staff of the restaurant. Police walked over to where the suspect was, which was sitting on the front side of McDonald's, and started talking with him. Next, we have some audio from the body-worn camera. I'm going to break it up into a couple different parts so I can paint a better picture midway through. Talking to us? Nah, I'm talking to you. Okay. What's wrong? Hey, hey, hey. Dude, what's wrong? What's wrong with you, dude? Yeah, get your back up. Uh, what's wrong? What's wrong? I'm leaving. What is wrong with you? you get the fuck uh, out. I'm leaving, you, homie. Are you gonna fight me? Are you trying to fight me? Is that it? Something. Don't take off your motherfucking badge. Are you trying to fight me? Huh? Don't fucking touch me. Don't fucking touch me. Hey, hey, dude, dude, dude. You're gonna get tased. You are gonna get tased. Hey, what's your ass? Hey, what's up? Hey, honey. Yeah. What's up, baby girl? Keep it down. I'm a wild nigga. Fuck it on my face, homie. Fuck it on my face. You're not even from around here, motherfucking son. Son? Hey, motherfucking Don't fucking tell me what the fuck to do, homie. I know what the fuck to do. You feel me? Don't tell me what the fuck to do. I'm gonna get the fuck out, but don't tell me what the fuck to do, homie. Don't tell me what the fuck to do. Cause I do what the fuck I want, homie. Understand it. I don't give a fuck. Oh, don't tell me what the fuck hey, to do, cause I do what the fuck I want. Step back. You just step back. When police walked around, they barely said anything to the suspect when he started in with his lovely words there. 
they looked like the suspect initially threw something either on the ground or towards the officers as they walked up, but I couldn't really tell what that was. He repeatedly approached the officers while yelling and cussing at him, and what you heard at the end was one of the officers sneaking around behind him and putting him in a restraint hold, almost like a choke hold, but one of the officers' arms was up underneath the suspect's arms, so it wasn't quite a full choke hold. They quickly took the suspect down to the ground. I'll play the rest of the audio now. Put out a backup. Hey, let me get a backup. Let me get a backup. Eight ten Soto, McDonald. Let me get a backup. Hey, just stay there. You got it? Yeah. Hold on. Hey, let me get my. Okay. Stand by. You got it? Okay. Relax. Don't move. Hey, don't move. Don't move. Hey, hey. Let me up. Don't move. Relax. Relax. Hey, hey. Don't move. Hey, hey, hey. Don't move. Hit me up. Don't move. I can't breathe, bro. Relax. 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 Ah. I'm relaxing. Hey, bro. Please hit me. All right. All right. Relax, bro. Don't make it. Hey. Fuck, bro. What the fuck? Don't move. What the fuck is wrong with you guys, bro? Hook him up. Hook him up. Hey, don't make it simple. Make it simple. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. Here we go. Don't move, dude. Oh, fucking all that don't piece move. of shit, motherfuckers. You caused all this. Me, bro. What the fuck is wrong you with you guys, all this. bro? Here we go. That's okay, buddy. No, okay? it's not okay, fool. You fucking almost made me hey, die, dude, motherfucker. Dude, dude. Fuck you, motherfuckers. You caused all this, nah, not me. fuck you. Fuck you, all motherfuckers. Right. I'm not going to take that shit from you, you, motherfuckers. You caused all this, dude. You want to sit on your butt? What the fuck right. did I do? What the fuck did I do? You want to... Dude, I'm asking you. You want to sit on your butt? Yes, no. Fuck you. I'm okay. taking this shit to court. Not. Do you want to sit on your butt? I want to go home. You're not going to go home right now. It's too late now. Fuck you, motherfucker. Alright. Let me know which you wanna sit on your butt, okay? Nah, fuck I'll that. I'll set you up. Fuck you, motherfuckers, dog. Right. You try to kill me. Right. How the fuck am I gonna forgive you for that, you fucking piece of shit? You try to kill me, dude. You try to fucking kill me. Well, we're doing a felony Nah, fuck, fuck you, motherfuckers. Dude. Fuck That's you, so fuck hey, your hey, mom, fuck your grandma, fuck your tias, you fucking piece of shit. Fuck you, motherfuckers, dog. You try to kill relax, me. Sir. Relax, sir. I don't got nothing. I'm relax. just chilling. Hey, I'm heartbroken, you know? Is it hard? Is it fucking? I'm oh. just trying to kill, trying to kill by myself. Stop, stop my fucking, right. my fucking girl you, just broke hey, up with me, homie. You, you want to sit on your butt? Yes, no. Fuck you. Dude, get out of here. Nah, fuck you, motherfucker. Right, thank you. Kill me. I'm gonna get an FYI. Kill me, motherfuckers. Hey, we're gonna put him in the car. Come on, keep on choking me, you fucking pieces of shit. Fuck you, motherfuckers, dog. You got my brand new shoes, hey, my you brand wanna new... sit on your butt? Shut the fuck up, All I'm right, talking, okay, motherfucker. Stop. I'm talking, motherfucker. Right, keep talking, then. Fucking punk. I'm talking. What's your name, bud? My name is Fernando, bro. I just went to a breakup, all right? I'm sorry if, if I'm getting a little out of hand. I just, I'm just dwelling over my... I just walked into my girl fucking another motherfucker, you know? Yeah. How the fuck am I supposed to... I don't know how to deal with it. I just want to be alone and just... I just want to go home. If hey, you give me this chance, I'll go home. Hey, it's okay to be upset. I get it, man. I know that's not something easy to go through, It's right? not, bro. Hey, it's not. Man. I'm still going through right now, but it's fresh. It's fresh, bro. Hey, I can't fucking do this shit no more, hey, bro. Hey, I want to kill my it, motherfucking okay? self, bro. What the fuck? Hey, I wish you motherfuckers would have just killed me, man. 
Hey, I can't do it. it. Can we talk about it? All right, homie. Look, all right. We don't need to make this worse. You know, like we'll go to the car right now. We'll talk about hey, it. I'll hear you. Sit him up. All right. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna hold you. Sit you up. All, all right. right all right. Here, we're gonna talk about it, man. Yeah, sit up, man. Let's go to the car. Initially, the suspect says he couldn't breathe. He may have had restricted breathing very briefly, but he was quite obviously still able to breathe because he was still pretty loud with his cousin. He was only restrained like this for a few seconds. The reason I played this is because, believe it or not, there is rarely a couple days it goes by that we don't get a call from someone just like this on the phones. Some people are high on something, severely drunk, just angry in general, or a combination of all of those. Then they call the police, or like here, police get to the scene and have to deal with them face to face. The suspect in this is 32-year-old Fernando Velez. This all happened in Los Angeles. He was charged with what is considered there a health and safety violation, and that violation is possession of methamphetamines. I'm guessing that his anger stemmed at least a bit from using some of the product that he was found with. Officers on this are actually under investigation for their use of force in it. Now, I'm not going to say one way or another as to whether I think the force was necessary or not, but I will say that, as you can hear in the audio, Policing is not a clean or easy business at all. The force used did bring the situation to a quick end and, from what it seemed, only caused a temporary amount of pain to the suspect. No one was shot, no one was tased, and no one was killed. I'll have the link to the video in the description of the episode and y'all can watch and kind of see for yourself. The last thing I want to play tonight isn't crime related, but it is very much dispatch related. This is going to be a fire incident, units responding to and doing an interior attack on a house fire. This is the fire radio audio for the incident. They've cut out some of the silent parts of this, I would imagine for time's sake, but you can tell that even with the recording done like it is, the job for both dispatcher and firefighters was incredibly stressful. Engine 53 is Company calling in route. Engine 53 is in route. Engine 53 in route. Letter 25 in route. Letter 25 in route. Box alarm. Curtis in Winthrop. Engine 59 squad 1. Engine 30. Chief 4. You're doing a box alarm. Chief 4 in route. Chief 4 in route. Box alarm. Company's responding. Fire report in a dwelling. Curtis in Winthrop. Engine 30. Engine 59 squad 1. Are you in route? Engine 30. Engine 59 in route. Engine 30 in route. Squad 1 in route. We show our companies in route to the box alarm. Fire report in a dwelling. At Curtis and went through. We have no address. T4 and all companies responding. EMS has been requested for standby. Central Engine 53 is on a scene. Stretching on a dwelling. Passing command in the next company. Engine 53 on a scene. Stretching on a dwelling. Passing command to the next arriving company. All companies are out to the box alarm. Curtis and went through. Fire scene 4. 
Four, you're working fire, engine 53 on the scene stretching. Engine 59 on the scene, part four. Chief four on the scene, assuming incident command. Chief all the company's coming. Chief four on the scene, assuming incident command. See you all companies. Chief four central, I have EMS on my scene. Chief four has EMS on scene. Slide 25 scene. Slide 25 scene. Slide one scene, part four. Slide one scene, part four. Chief four reporting a fire in a single family dwelling. Chief four reporting a fire in a single family dwelling. Central, the officer of ladder 25 will be my safety officer. Chief for reporting the officer of ladder 25 will be your safety officer. Chief for to all available companies that we did a primary search. Chief for. Chief for, we received an emergency tone from squad one prep. Chief for. Affirmative, we received an emergency tone from squad one's prep. All companies on the box have just received an emergency alarm from squad one. Officer squad one. Is there a basement to this? Chief 4 to Central, that was an accident or alarm. It wasn't intentional. Chief 4 reporting accidental push. Chief 4 to Intersection 3, Chief 4 to Ladder 25. Squad 1 is about to check the basement. Chief 4 has. Central, engine 30. Engine 30. We're going to go right in the basement. Mayday, Mayday. Engine 30 from the basement. Engine 30 from the basement. Right, fire department, the time is 0511 hours. You have a second alarm, Mayday. Curtis and Winthrop. Curtis and Winthrop in the basement. Engine 30 is in the basement declaring a Mayday. So we need a line in the basement. Officer, engine 30 is in the basement. Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. T4, engine 30 is in the basement declaring a Mayday. Box alarm, engine 54, ladder 26, squad 5, T2, box alarm, Curtis and Winthrop. Engine 54 is in round. Engine 54 in route, clearing a mayday. Hey, mayday, mayday! Engine 30, I'm passing the basement, get a line down here! Engine 26 in route. Engine 26 in route. Box alarm, Chief 3, correction, Chief 2, Curtis and Winthrop. Curtis and Winthrop, Chief 2, second alarm. Engine 30 is on scene, declaring a mayday. Chief 2, squad 5, are you in route? Squad 5 in route. Squad 5 in route. Engine 55, same. Chief 4, the sister, you can pass with a mayday. 203, engine 54, ladder 26, squad 5, T2, per T4, Kathleen the Mayday. 203 has the message. 203 has it. T4 is central. The firefighter has been removed and has to say no injuries. T4 reporting the firefighter has been removed, no injuries. T2, you may disregard and go on service. Engine 54, ladder 26, squad 5, you may go on service. 203, you may go on service. 203, then. Engine 54 is on service. As you could hear on that, very much a stressful situation as well as a dangerous one. This was a house fire that happened about a week ago on the northwest side of Detroit. When crews arrived on the scene, they found flames coming out of the basement of this house. The muffled audio from the firefighter in this is very normal when they're on the scene of a fire. The reason audio is like this is because they're wearing a mask that allows them to breathe without inhaling smoke. While this firefighter was down in the basement, one of the walls collapsed, blocking the only exit, a door. Other firefighters managed to break through and rescue the trapped firefighter. Being on the radio and hearing a mayday call like that is never a good time. It'll raise your blood pressure and get your adrenaline flowing real quick. Obviously, 
that was also happening to the firefighter that was trapped. The dispatcher, though, crazy good job on that bit of audio. She kept calm and relayed every bit of info with ease. Could any of you have kept up with all that like she did? That's one of many things that makes dispatching a job that is absolutely not for everyone. I want to thank everyone for listening. And again, thank everyone for coming out and seeing me at CrimeCon. New listeners to the show, you can expect stuff like this every week. This is the life of a dispatcher. Be sure to like and follow all the various social media which will be linked in the show notes and also head on over to teespring.com slash MC 911 to pick up some cool new merch. That's teespring.com slash MC 911. Before I go, I want to talk about a show. I want to recommend to everyone. It's called clueless, but spelled K L O O G H L E S S. It's a show about a criminal doing a very long con. Hosted by one of my next door table mates at CrimeCon, Sarah the Kiwi, it's a deep dive into a very intricate fraud. Here's the trailer. Something is creeping in. Don't follow it down. Let me introduce you to Barry Clue, an authorized financial advisor from New Zealand and a very special kind of stain on humanity. He was a very uh, knowledgeable young guy. He was a registered financial advisor. Type of guy that was bending over backwards to help you. Now you could be forgiven for thinking that Barry sounds like a great guy. And you'd be right. Well, right up until the point when you're wrong. It was all fictitious. You stole from my son who has a disability. Chris never knew. He died believing that we're all taken care of. A psychopath is somebody who lacks empathy, acts impulsively. I think there's a strong case that Barry might be all of those things, actually. To find out how Barry Clue stole over $15 million from 81 victims, subscribe to Clueless, the long con. That's Clueless, spelt K-L-O-O-G-H-L-E-S-S. That'll do it for this one. I'll see y'all soon. And for Music City 911, I'm Brandon, and y'all have a good one.